Stick with it. There are going to be some really hard times, and it's going to get better. And just because your experience in your grad school lab isn't the greatest doesn't mean that your experience in your postdoc lab can't be phenomenal. Welcome to Hello PhD, a podcast for scientists and the people who love them. Today on the show, we talk to postdocs about the best and worst parts of their job and discuss how postdoctoral training could be improved. Stay with us. And we're back. This is Hello PhD, episode 13. I'm Joshua Hall. And my co-host and conspirator, Daniel Arneman, is not here this week, and so I will be holding down the fort solo. If you could see me right now, uh, you would see the streamers, the party hat. It's quite a festive atmosphere as I sit here uh, by myself with the microphone. Got my party gear all ready, and you may be wondering why. Well... We have just wrapped up celebrating Postdoc Appreciation Week. Last week um, was the week where we recognize and appreciate the postdocs out there. And uh, we wanted to make sure the postdocs knew how much we appreciate them. I've been a postdoc myself, and I know what a unique time it is. It's full of unique challenges. Um, Also, there's, you know, a lot of benefits to it that I found uh, being a postdoc. And so one of the things we wanted to do was just kind of get a feel for what it's like to be a postdoc right now um, in the research community. And so because I was so lonely without Daniel here, I needed somebody to talk to. So I went out this week and I spoke with eight different postdocs all across the country. And man, I really learned so much from these postdocs and just wanted to ask some really straightforward, basic questions to to just kind of see what their experiences were like. And so what we did is we asked postdocs, Four questions. We asked them first, what do they like most about being a postdoc? And then what do they like least about being a postdoc? And then along those lines, and probably most importantly, we asked if there was one thing that could change with postdoctoral training, one thing that could be made better that would improve their experience as a postdoc, what would that be? What would they change um, to improve postdoctoral training? And then last, we threw in a question, because I know we have so many grad students that that listen to the show. So I wanted to ask the postdocs while we were talking to them, if they could go back, or or really what advice would they have for current graduate students? So from their perspective as a postdoc, having been a grad student, what advice would they give to people who are still in that training period, who are still in their, in their graduate school days? And so had some really fascinating responses, some really great advice. So I think if you're a postdoc, you're going to really enjoy um, hearing from your peers. And if you're a grad student, I think this is going to be a really informative episode for you um, as you contemplate the next step of your career. And so a lot of a lot of really rich advice that was, was given here. One thing that really fascinated me was there was, you know, really a lot of overlap and some themes that came up. Um, from most of the postdocs we talked to, no matter where they were. And then the other thing that was clear is there were some key differences um, that seemed to be present from lab to lab or from institution to institution. So I think what these interviews will do is give you um, kind of a breadth of of experiences that postdocs right now are facing, see some of the common challenges um, and some of the common benefits, um, and then just sort of the range of experiences that people have out there. 
So without further ado, let's jump right in and let's talk to the postdocs. I am Sonia Hall. I'm a postdoc at the University of Massachusetts Medical School in Worcester, Massachusetts. My name is Kate Kirchen, and I'm starting my third year of my postdoc at UNC. Hi, my name is Michael Johnson. I am currently a postdoc at St. Jude Children's Research Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, my name is Andy Beyer, and I am a fourth-year postdoctoral fellow at Virginia Commonwealth University in Richmond, Virginia. So my name is Fernando Estrada. I'm a uh, I'm a postdoc at, at the University of Kansas in the Department of Medicinal Chemistry. Uh, my name is Jada Virginia Budd. I am a postdoc at the University of Massachusetts Medical School. So my name is Eric Weening, and uh, I'm a postdoc at UNC for five years now. Hi, I'm Michelle Itano, and I'm a postdoctoral associate at Rockefeller University. Great. So first question, um, what, in your opinion, is the best thing about being a postdoc? I think what I like the most about being a postdoc is the freedom that you have with your project to kind of direct it where you would like to um, be as creative or analytical as um, you can um, and kind of be at the steering wheel driving your own career. You know, you don't feel like you're being led through it step by step like you were in, early in graduate school, um, but more so that you know, you're making these independent choices at this point. I think that my favorite thing about being a postdoc is the research itself. Um, I really enjoy being able to come in and do the experiments and find new stuff. Um, and, I, you know, that that's come all the way from graduate school and undergrad doing research. That's always been the reason why I'm doing this, because I love the science. Um, and then another thing that I really love about it, which is also going to feed into... What I don't like about it um, is I'm, I came from a small lab in graduate school, and now I'm in a really big lab. And I like it because, um, you know, you have a lot of support uh, from the other postdocs in the lab, and you build a lot of friendships. They can be very helpful when you get stuck on your project or when you don't know what the, your next step should be. Um, and so those are kind of the things, I think, that are really great about being a postdoc. Hands down, the best thing has to be the amount of time on your on your hands. I mean, you know, you're not teaching a course typically as a postdoc. You're not really tied up in meetings. That's kind of what your boss, your your mentor is doing um, for you. Uh, fortunately, so you really have kind of this. It's kind of a playground. You can come in and, and work on the bench essentially all day, and that's most days. So the amount of flexibility and the amount of time you have to do research um, is something that. I hadn't had up to this point in my career, and I can already tell that it's not going to be there at the next stage of my career. So it's kind of this nice uh, intermediate place where, you know, you're, you're a skilled set of hands and you're able to, you know, kind of have pretty short learning curves no matter what you're learning. Um, but you're there, you design the experiment, you carry it out, you interpret the data, you write it up. There's kind of a level of, of intimacy with the data that you, you're not going to get again, probably. Whereas if you're, a, if you're a PI, you're kind of once removed from the data. But as a postdoc, you're, you're right there. And so if you like bench work, if you enjoy that process, um, you get a lot of that. So that's definitely hands down the, the best thing, in my opinion. It would be, in some ways, the flexibility that you have. Um, and that is both in picking what you do after you do your graduate work and the fact that you can make 
broad changes in scientific area, but also just the flexibility in terms of continuing to design your project in the lab, hopefully, and um, even just designing your day and your responsibilities. Um, you can really focus on the science. I think after you know grad school, where you're still learning everything, all the, the processes, but as a postdoc, you have all the basics done, so I think you can get much quicker, really get delve into the science part, and I think that is really exciting. Instead of having to learn a lot still, you can much quicker get projects, uh, like the handle of them, the understanding of it, and I think you get much quicker to the answer, well, hopefully you get much quicker to the answer than as a grad student. Um, I guess the freedom to just do whatever I want. So I don't know if this is specific to my lab, but yeah, my PI basically just lets me go where I want to go with whatever I'm interested in. Um, and I mean, there's no more classes or anything like that, right? So it really is just full-time research and getting to explore whatever interests me, which is, I think, really exciting. Um, it's funny because you guys talked about on one of your somewhat recent podcasts um, about how like people train at the bench and get really good at the bench and then go to be a PI and it's totally different. But people always say like, oh, when you're a postdoc, you're basically your own PI, which you kind of are, except it's totally different because you're actually getting to do the stuff that you actually want to do instead of just saying, you know, it'd be interesting, this, go do it. So kind of the best of both worlds, I think. The thing I like the most about being a postdoc is that you have more academic freedom than you did as a graduate student. And you get to have a little bit more of a real life. So when I was a grad student, I worked in the uh, laboratory weekends, nights, whatever it took to get the work done. And, and now as a postdoc, I have more quote-unquote regular hours. Uh, so I have a little bit more opportunity to do the things that I want to do on the nights and weekends. It's still um, very competitive and still a lot of hard work, but I just feel like I have a little more freedom. I'd say the thing I like about being a postdoc is that you're no longer a graduate student. <laughs> you know, it's, you're making a comparison, of course, but, you know, it's one of those things where you don't have the carrot of the PhD dangling over your head anymore. You are kind of your own, you know, your own boss, but at least you're a, you're a trained mercenary. You can walk away or, you know, you can, you know, whenever you really need to, but you kind of need to stay close for, to, to get that next, to get to the next career point, but you know, you at least have that uh, that freedom to walk away and still at least have a, a degree in your in your side pocket. So then, on the flip side, what do you think is your least favorite part of being a postdoc? You know, it, it is a a temporary position, and and of course you're you're compensated like a trainee um, because you are. Um, so I think oftentimes people are in this weird position as postdocs where they're they're developing professionally, they're gaining all these new skills, and they're feeling more and more confident and more independent. Uh, but then their personal life can be in kind of a, um, a state of arrested development, I guess for lack of a better term, where you'd like to, you know, in some cases, uh, get married or start a family or, you know, start paying toward a mortgage or start putting away money for your retirement or for your, your, your children's college education. Um, and sometimes you can't do that. You don't have the resources to do that at that time, whereas your peers who are not doing postdocs or maybe who aren't even in science at all, I mean, um, they've probably been working toward that sort of thing for the last 10 years, whereas you're still kind of getting to that, to that point in many cases. Um, so you are kind of in a state of arrested development. Um, 
And, and I mean, postdocs are getting longer and longer as well. So sometimes people can be into their mid thirties by the time they're they're done with the postdoc. So that's probably the probably the thing I like the least about it. Um, I think at least it's still long hours. I think if you're if you're trying to be a good postdoc, I think it's still very long hours. Um, and sometimes, especially, it's, it's I think generally in science, it's just the whole thing that's half the experiments don't work. And it's very depressing. Uh, and after a longer time in postdoc, eventually, I think you start to have this this issue in the fact that you think you're ready to go, and you still have to listen at times to your boss how certain experiments need to be done. It's a thing. It's just a sign that you're ready to go, but it can be frustrating at times. Now that I'm in a big lab, um, you don't get as much face time with the PI, and so that makes it a little bit difficult. Um, also, it's more competitive at the postdoc level. Um, you know, you're trying to publish papers and, um, you know, make your research into something really great, and it it can be really difficult. And there's a lot more pressure than there was in graduate school. Um, but at the same time, you know, now you're not just thinking about the science, you're also thinking about, well, what's my next step going to be? What's my career going to be? And so trying to balance all of that can be really stressful. You know, you have all of these things that you're thinking about constantly, about not just sculpting your project, but sculpting your career. And that becomes extremely challenging when you're thinking about, okay, what are my other interests in science, you know? At least for me, I've always pictured myself going down the tenure track route. And, um, you know, I have all of these other outside interests like, you know, outreach and education reform and stuff like that. And how do you make an opportunity to do that while you're a postdoc at the same time? That's extremely challenging. So while you have what seems like all this control to, you know, be driving that, there are these other things that you constantly try to figure out too, which is a struggle. I would say uh, sometimes the, uh, the expectations of um, between your boss and yourself. Um, some, so what I mean by that is in graduate school, the point is clear. Everybody knows what the end goal is. It's to get the PhD. The point is to get a PhD. However, I think as a postdoc, your job now is to get another job. I mean, however, your your PI might not necessarily agree. You know, they want you to get the papers out. Of course, that'll contribute to you getting the uh, the next job. But there's kind of a um, you have a a new level of um, a scientific awareness, and sometimes still being you know in a lab uh, can kind of uh, maybe stifle that a little bit. And, you know, I guess, and that kind of helps you helps direct you to what career path you want to go to, which is a great thing, but sometimes that little angst that you have to try and figure that out is uh, is not such a good thing. <laughs> you don't have classes anymore or anything, but you're also kind of isolated. Like, there's some schools have a postdoc union or anything, and um, here there's not really anything like that. And so besides the people in my lab and people on my floor, it's hard to really get to know people because you're not in classes with them anymore or you're not, like, going through the same experiences at the same time all the time. Um, so I think it's a little bit socially isolating, um, but that might depend on where people are. I think it would be the impermanence. Um, so really not having it be a, you know, a commitment for a certain number of years or um, knowing that you have a permanent job after that. So you're constantly kind of preparing for a more permanent job, not knowing really what that will be.
You know, the, the thing I dislike the most about being a postdoc is that you're kind of in the academic gray zone. You're not really considered a faculty member, but you're no longer a student. So it's kind of unclear as to where the postdocs really lie. And I know talking to some other postdocs, um, in a similar situation to what I am, you oftentimes don't have real benefits. Um, and even the pay scale can be a little wishy-washy. So just that no definite position or a lack of a, a firm position in terms of the academic system, it, it gets a little frustrating. Related to that, if there was one thing you could change about being a postdoc that would make it better, what would that be? If I wanted to make postdocs better... Besides salary? Besides, besides the salary. We're, we're assuming um, besides getting paid more money, I guess, right? You know, that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's off the table, at least for now. One of the big problems is that with postdocs, you're not really a student, you're not a faculty member, and a lot of universities don't even really have a good place to put you. You're just kind of like in this limbo section. Um, and so I think making a postdoc more of a real thing would probably be helpful, right? And then there'd be more organization to it, and you might get to know people better or just feel like more of an actual I don't know, employee or something, because a lot of times even the health benefits are different, and you're just kind of stuck in this weird place. So I think making postdocs more real, if that makes sense at all. Um, I know we're fortunate here where I'm at in that we are uh, categorized as, as employees, and that comes with, you know, a benefits package, and we have the option of putting away toward uh, our own retirement, and the university, you know, more than matches that amount. But in many places, postdocs are still considered basically um, independent contractors, and they're treated as such, um, and they're not treated as as employees. Um, and I think that really kind of uh, kind of underestimates their value to a university. I mean, you look at a lot of the the core research that takes place at any institution, and, and the person cranking the wheel oftentimes is a postdoc. Um, so yeah, I think. Being able to treat them as employees across the board um, would, would be a huge, um, a huge improvement to the position. For me, I would probably have done um, a little more, bit more research about what I want to do with my career as a graduate student. Um, so at the university I went to, I didn't get as much um, exposure to career options. And luckily at UNC, I'm getting that now, but I feel like um, it's really difficult to balance that um, at this level because, you know, in a few years I want to have a job. So <laughs> I think that would be the one thing that I would change is, is to have given a little bit more thought to what I wanted out of my postdoc before I came here. Postdocs don't get trained enough on aspects of running a lab. We are being trained on just doing research and we don't learn management, we don't really learn a lot about grant writing, uh, how the whole submission of papers works, the whole political system of being a PI. Um, I really think we need to get trained more in that aspect, like how do you become a manager in a sense, because as a, as a PI, that's what you are, you become a manager. And I, even for industry, I mean, I've been doing some industry interviews, is we are lacking in pure management skills, like people skills. We know how to do the science, but not how to deal with people working for you or, or you helping collaborating with other people. That's really hard. Um, I think in some ways it depends on what I've experienced as a postdoc has been very generous. Um, and Rockefeller supports its postdocs a lot with added benefits that I know don't exist 
across the board, things like childcare help and housing help. Um, but I would say receiving more permanent employee status, so getting things like retirement benefits, higher salaries, um, better overall uh, benefits for family and life, um, I think would help. The problem that that would cause is that postdocs would be more expensive. Uh, there's a few things that I can I can think of that would make the postdoc position better. Um, just allowing for more benefits. A lot of postdocs are trying to make a living uh, off of their postdoc salary, have families, and it it hurts them to not have benefits to help support them. So even just some basic benefits such as retirement or better insurance opportunities, I think would really help. Um, also, a lot of uh, more opportunities for becoming a staff or transitioning to another position. Because I know right now there's a big push for limiting the postdoc experience. So, for example, at VCU, there's now a limit of five years. And at the end of that five years, from what I understand, you essentially have to find another position. And I think it would be great if there were more opportunities to allow us to transition to either a staff position or industry or whatever we're going to move on to next instead of just shoving postdocs out the door. Um, but I also think that can be complicated too because there's not always positions available for those postdocs to transition to. And it just seems like there's a, it's harder and harder these days for postdocs to find good jobs. So I think if there are more opportunities out there to just kind of broaden our horizons, allow us to see what's out there and opportunities for us to transition to positions related to what we're currently doing. So, for example, a staff scientist position. The postdoc is treated as such a transitional time that what if you want to remain doing science as a staff scientist? Why do you always have to go on to become faculty or you have to, to leave that position? And honestly, I'm one of those people in that position. I would love to continue doing research at the bench like I am doing now and not necessarily be a PI, but a person who has senior authority in the laboratory that can mentor young students and do some teaching, but I, I really don't want to be a PI. I don't want to have to worry about doing the grants and stuff, and a staff scientist position would be great for me. It just seems like it's kind of a taboo thing to want to, want to do that, and I don't know why. you got to start early. I mean, I mean, even if you don't necessarily know what you want to do, you've you got to start networking early. You've got to start looking for that next position early. I see far too many people, uh, postdocs say, Oh, I gotta, you know, do this science. I gotta get this out. I gotta get this out. And, you know, they have a nice paper by the end, but they have no network. They have no way of getting to that next level, um, or, you know, to that next level of exposure. So I would say if I were to change something at the postdoc level, I would actually say internally to postdocs say, uh, to say, you need to concentrate significantly more on professional development. And I would kind of, I don't, you can't really force somebody to do it. I would have more things in place to encourage that type of behavior. They miss out on uh, those opportunities to form that network, to form those particular non-scientific collaborations that will help them in the future. I'm new to being a postdoc by a few months. Um, so I haven't really felt any of the real struggles, I think, that, you know, some postdocs um, have felt being a postdoc for a really long period of time and struggling to find those positions. So I can't really think of anything um, that I would change if there was one particular thing. I'm in a really great place, surrounded by really great people. 
Um, and I have a really interesting project that wakes me up at night, and I can't really ask for much more than that, um, at least at this point. If you had to give any advice to somebody who's currently in grad school, maybe even somebody who's starting out in grad school right now, what advice would you give to that person? Really ask yourself, is, is this what you want to do? Do you know what the light at the end of the tunnel is going to be for you in terms of what is your end game? And I know these days a lot of students go to graduate school after college just because they don't know what they want to do next. And unfortunately, they get to grad school and realize, maybe this isn't the thing for me. Maybe this isn't what I like. Uh, graduate school is really tough. It's not all fun, fun and games. And uh, you really have to truly want the PhD in the end to do whatever it is that you want to go on with your career. And I'd say my best advice is just be really sure that this is what you want to get into, um, just knowing that it is competitive on the other end when you have your PhD. And um, if, you, if you know what you want to do, try to do other things along the way to help advance yourself things that could really stand out on your CV to make you a better candidate and kind of stand above the rest. For example, if you know you want to teach, perhaps take up extra teaching experiences or enroll in a graduate program that allows for more teaching opportunities, uh, things like that. Or if you know you want to go into something with uh, business or more industrial side of things, maybe try to pick up an MBA or a business degree along the way or just get more experience so that you're better prepared in the end and a better candidate. I think you have to start really thinking about what your interests are and where you can go to make the most of those interests and your talents in those areas, whether it be at the bench or away from the bench, you know, in a classroom lecturing or teaching or doing inquiry-based, you know, course design or something. You have to figure out a way when you're there to become involved in that and then integrate that into your postdoc experience um, because it's, it definitely is more of a challenge to get away from the bench when you do a traditional research-based postdoc. I would say, um, you know, definitely take advantage of the resources that you have around you. Um, if your university offers extracurricular activities that allow you to um, explore different career options, then you should definitely look into them. And if you are going into your postdoc with a specific career in mind, you should definitely make your PI aware to that. Um, you want to be in a lab where your PI is supportive of what you're going to do in the future. And if you don't have that support, it's going to make it a lot harder to be successful. One thing I would really advise for a lot of people, if you can do either during grad school or postdoc, try to find a way somewhere where you can do maybe a small internship somewhere in industry, especially if you're perhaps interested in industry or just want to figure it out. A, it will give you a good way to see is industry something you would like, but B, once you're trying to do interviews for, inter for industry, you have a way big leg up to everybody else. Uh, yes, it might be a little bit sucky in the fact that you don't get paid for, for one or two months, but it might be worth it in the end. I'll, you know, I know from several people who are in the industry right now who gotten their job through these internships. So if you haven't done it during grad school yet, try to do it during postdoc. One of the things that I, I always wish I would have done in the beginning of grad school that I started doing at the postdoc that was tremendously helpful was really sitting down and sketching out, uh, sketching out the paper that you're trying to write. Um, so... As a postdoc, you know, I got onto a project and I wrote bullet points. Or, you know, this is this figure, this is this figure, this is this figure. 
Um, did I have all the figures yet? Absolutely not. I didn't have them all yet. Um, but I knew where I wanted to at least try and go with the manuscript at that particular point in time. So I would know what experiment to do next, and I would have kind of a logical progression of things that I needed to do. In graduate school, I did not have that same type of focus. Uh, sometimes that comes from the PI. Sometimes there are just a lot of, you know, projects in the lab, and it's hard to really get that type of specific attention from a PI. But, I mean, as a graduate student, I mean, you can, if you start doing that at that point, you'll be surprised how easy it is to write that fellowship or write that grant later because you'll be able to at least have a vision for your project. I guess focus that vision or um, project that vision into a writing sample. It really focuses you. I guess I would advise them to take advantage of broad range of opportunities available to them. So scientifically, really um, take the time to go to different seminars that might be not directly related to your project, but of interest to you, and to talk to other faculty and students and postdocs, and really take the time to explore what you're truly interested in and what options are out there, because it is a time where you can take the opportunity to explore more than I think you have necessarily in your postdoc or at later times. Um, and the opportunities you have um, can really help shape where you go from there. So things like the outreach programs and scientific writing or, or other um, non-traditional opportunities too, it's really a good time to explore those. Try to really put a focus on what... Um on what it is that you want to do. I know it's really hard to do sometimes because people feel torn in different directions. Um, one thing I encounter quite a bit are uh, postdocs who are doing a postdoc uh, as kind of a, a placeholder position until they can figure out exactly what it is that they want to do. And so they don't really need to be you know, in a postdoc, and that leads to a large number of postdocs. But in some cases, if you want to go out and you want to work for in, in private industry, sometimes a postdoc isn't really necessary. You're actually marketable coming out straight uh, out of graduate school. Um, and so that's, that would be my advice is to try to triangulate as early as you can um, what it is that you want to do and, and then start working toward it. Um, if the, kind of the, the later you put that off, um, you, you're kind of pushing your whole timeline, not just your professional timeline, but your personal timeline. Uh, further to the right. And people used to give me the same advice when I was a grad student, and I kind of, you know, not roll my eyes, but kind of look at it and think, okay, yeah, sure, uh, it's easier said than done. Um, but it, it really is uh, important, I think. And, and there's also kind of a, I think kind of the academic postdocs, and as a group, I think we suffer from kind of a, um, kind of a lack of imagination um, in terms of our career opportunities. Um, if you're a graduate student and you're in that environment every day, maybe you interact with postdocs, maybe you interact with your professor. That's the environment that you know. So the only thing you can picture yourself doing in the next stage is you can picture yourself moving into those positions. You know, what you're not aware of are the positions that are out there um, in maybe non-traditional uh, or non-academic jobs. Um, and I, so I think you know, anytime a graduate school can can increase that kind of the cross-pollination of academics with Industry or non uh, or non-industry or non-academic PhD careers, um, I think that's better. 
because people are kind of exposed to different things and maybe something might trigger your, an idea, you know, maybe I do want to go and become a, a science writer uh, versus becoming a, a postdoc in an academic institution. Stick with it. There are going to be some really hard times and it's going to get better. And just because your experience in your grad school lab isn't the greatest doesn't mean that your experience in your postdoc lab can't be phenomenal. That was great. I hope you all enjoyed hearing from all these great postdocs that took the time to talk to me this week. I feel like there are so many great things to discuss from talking to all the postdocs. So what I think we'll do is at the top of the next show, once we have Daniel back in here, we'll spend some time recapping a lot of the themes that came up during these interviews today. So if you want to hear more about this topic, definitely tune in again next week's episode at the top of the show, and we'll break down some of the themes that came up this week. Thank you again to Sonia, Kate, Michael, Andy, Fernando, Jada, Eric, and Michelle. Learned so much, and it was so insightful. And I really hope that all of you all out there really enjoyed listening to these guys and and got something out of that. That's all we have for this week. And I also wanted to thank you, as always, for listening. If you have a question for us here at Hello PhD, or you've got a topic that you'd like to suggest for a future show, you can email us, podcast at hellophd.com. Or you can always connect with us on social media. We're on Twitter at HelloPhD, or you can find us on Facebook. Thanks to the postdocs who kept me company this week in Daniel's absence. He'll be back with us next week. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon.